0: Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today.
1: Good morning and welcome to Women Lead Radio brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Melissa Washington, your host of Women Veterans in Business. Our show topic today is leadership is about behavior and our leading lady today is Sean Barnwell, Air Force veteran, entrepreneur author, publisher. Good morning, Sean. Greetings, Melissa. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And those that um, listened to my first show last month may recognize um, Sean's name as she was one of the three Women um, Veterans Giving Small Business Award finalists. Uh, Congratulations again. And um, definitely look forward to finally meeting you in October at the uh, Business Beyond the Battlefields Conference in Arlington, Texas. So, again, congratulations to you on that. And another congratulations, um, before I get started on asking you all these questions, is you you just received an appointment there in the state of Georgia. you want to just share quickly what that is?
2: Yes, ma'am. So, thank you again for um, your congratulatory wishes. We're very excited about being in Texas, coming up here shortly. So the appointment is for the Georgia Veterans Service Foundation Board, and we will be an arm of the Georgia State Veterans Service Board that will be brought together to create um, fundraising initiatives and other projects, take on other projects. To benefit veterans across the state of Georgia, I'm definitely honored and humbled to be part of the organization, and look forward to leading and learning and sharing with um, individuals across the state. Very good.
0: Fantastic.
2: Fantastic! Congratulations again. So,
1: so let's talk about our, our topic today. Is leadership is about behavior, and you wrote a book on leadership. So. So talk to, you know, share with us, why did you write a book on leadership?
2: So it started from a training class. I developed an emerging training class for a local company here in Middle Georgia. And during the segment, it was a two-day segment, when we got to the end, a lot of the participants said, Ms. Larwan, we'd love to learn more about how you lead teams and, and some of the activities and that you shared with us were very insightful. How can we learn more? And, wh- and where can we get your book? And I had to look at this group and I had to tell them, well, I don't have a book. And so anytime I do training, when there's something to work on, I always say, that's your homework. So the group, they instantly looked at me and they said, okay, Ms. Barnwell, that's your homework. You've got to write this book. And so we get past that training, and, of course, time goes on and life happens and different things. And so I just had it on the back burner. Okay, I'll do it one day. I'll get to it. And so COVID kicks in, and, of course, training, workforce development comes to a halt, travel comes to a halt, all of those things come to a halt. And so my husband says, well, Outside of your regular work, you got to find something to do because in the evening, you're going to drive me crazy. And so I pulled out my notes that I had taken regarding the book and just had a little shell of how I'd like to develop it. I reached out to people that I had either led or we were parts of teams or they were coaches people that I coached and mentored, and I asked each person to list three things that my leadership or mentoring helped them, how how it helped them. And so what traits did I have that benefit them in our interaction? And when I got that list back, of course, I did my little tally, and the top nine traits that were listed were the traits that I used for the book. And I use nine because I retired chief master sergeant, and the pay grade is an E nine. So that's how that started.
1: What a nice tie-in there. So not only it's interesting too, because you know I, I'm an author as well, and you know when we talk yes. to other people on how do you start to write a book, and you know you've, you've, you you've you are kind of already started writing your book, right, with all your materials that led into you um, writing your book. So so with that. Um, and I'm sure you learned a lot of things after speaking with, with others and, and in putting this, this book together. Um, but would love for you to share um, what should all leaders do? What, what did you find out, you know, and, and it's part of your book, I'm sure, as far as what should all leaders do?
2: So I personally think all leaders should lead with the idea of just being impactful. They need to clearly define their action for themselves and their team. They need to identify the results, what they hope to obtain, and and they need to be impactful. And, of course, that impact shows up in a lot of different ways. Sometimes it's professional. Sometimes it's personal. Sometimes it's a combination of the two. But start with why and then build from there. Make sure that that action is defined. You're not just trailblazing somewhere blindly and that there's impact in what you do and that there are deliverable results so that everyone benefits from your energy, your time, and your talent. So with that, that's you know if
1: if people are listening, they're writing down, okay, this is what I should do. Now, what should leaders stop doing?
2: In my opinion, <laughs> I will just say that, in my opinion. Um, just being fearful of, of showing that they're vulnerable. I think in our culture, Western culture, culture, there is a huge impact for everyone to show up strong, for everyone to show up bold and fearless, and those are good traits but we don't always live in those spaces at every moment of our lives. And so I think it's okay to show some vulnerability. It's okay to ask for help. That's something that I struggled with as a leader. Maybe it's part of me being firstborn. Maybe it's that A personality. Maybe it's a combination of all those things. I really struggled with asking for help. Sometimes I still do. Um, but people need to realize burnout is real. And we have to ask for help. Not only does it make make us not be so overtaxed, but it also helps within our teams to build trust because if I'm taking on everything and I won't farm out different projects and tasks for the team, it communicates to them that I really don't trust them. In my mind, I think I'm helping everyone, but – we need to definitely show up and show that we can be vulnerable, and it's okay.
1: Uh, fantastic. I, I think I think we all have that, right? We all have that. We 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 want to show up strong, but also too mm-hmm. showing that that vulnerability um, there as well. Because in and having that, I think also goes back to what you're talking about about being impactful and um, and having that. So you share with us what all leaders um, sh- should do to stop doing. But what, what is the best leadership advice you've ever received?
2: Okay, so there's been a lot. But the best, I would definitely say trust the verify. Of course, we receive everyone with great intent, and we look for the good in all people and stay optimistic. But as a leader, you have to know that the information you're using and making decisions on is based on facts. So you have to trust what your people are telling you, trust the information you receive, but then you go back and you do your research and you make sure before you say it, before you write it and send it, before you communicate it in any way, that it is a true thing, statement, fact, whatever the case may be. To me, that speaks to accountability. And also another one was from a great leader that I had when I was in Germany. She said, if I'm the smartest person in the room, I'm in the wrong room. And I, that always stuck with me because we won't, we won't always be the leader of the pack for our particular industry or initiative, and so you, it speaks to surrounding yourself with people who are definitely smarter than you, who have the expertise to bring innovation to your team, to your project, whatever that initiative is, profit organization, not-profit organization, whatever the case may be. You want the smartest person there. And, and And being comfortable with realizing that you won't always be that person. It's okay. That's great. Um,
1: Now we're going to just take a quick moment to recognize one of our sponsors and partners. Uh, Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be one of the largest private nonprofit universities founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners, Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you for your support, National University, and to all of our sponsors and partners. And we are back to Women, Veterans, and Business. And with us today is Sean Barnwell, and we have been talking about... Leadership and Sean has been sharing a lot of her insights, talking about her book and how, what she was doing before she wrote the book and how it evolved into the book. um, And with that, so real quickly, so for those that are listening, tell us, tell us the the book you've got. The leadership is about behavior, not titles. And where can people find
2: that book? Yes, ma'am. So thank you again for being here. It is found at BookBaby.com. You can go there; just type the name in my name or the book title name. You can also find it at Amazon, and Barnes and Noble. So, your major book retailers, you can definitely find it. Yes, ma'am. fantastic.
1: So, so let's go back and, and talk about um, you're, you're talking about you being impactful. You're using you're that word impactful. Um, so. So what do you think, you know, if we look at how, if if someone says, you know what, I'm, maybe one of their goals this year has been, okay, I want to be more an effective, impactful leader, what, what are some things, I mean, I know you talked about things they can do, but, you know, what, what would be some good takeaways if you can list some things? You know, if I want to now, I want to be an impactful leader. What are things that I need to, to work on to do to be an impactful leader?
2: Yes, ma'am. So there are a few things that I I capture when I do my workshop and we talk about impact and, and, and being a leader in general so what out the gate show respect every member of your team needs to know that when they show up that they have your respect and they're entering a space that is free from conflict and chaos and toxic uh, cultures and we do that by showing one another respect Second, build trust. Of course, showing respect helps to build trust. But then there are other ways. I initially spoke about showing up and sharing information and bringing your team in to help with projects and different initiatives. We build trust that way because we then lean and rely on the talents of the people that are around us. Also, empowering all team members. We talk a lot about diversity and equality and, and things of that nature today, but truly when you empower all members of that team, I mean, talk about a force multiplier, that is immense impact for the organization, internal to the organization, and then external, Whatever, whoever your customers are, whatever service or product you provide will definitely greatly benefit from that empowerment. And then a fourth one I'd like to discuss when I have the workshop is collaboration. We are, again, in our culture, sometimes we operate a lot in silos and we don't spend enough time, I think even down to the middle school level, teaching future generation leaders how to collaborate, how to team, how to partner, and what that looks like. Everyone won't be the leader. We all need some followership skill sets, and I, it starts well before we get to the point of adulthood. So showing respect, building trust, uh, collaborating, and then empowering all team members.
1: Great, and I hope everybody wrote those um, down as well. So my, my radio show is Women Veterans in Business. So... You spent 25 years in the United States Air Force. So give us, you know, we don't have, a, we've got about 15 minutes left. Share, share with those listening just the, what you did in your, I mean, 25 years. Also, too, mm-hmm. you are, your husband also served in the Air Force as well. So, you know, share with us what, you've, what you did during your time in the Air Force.
2: Yes, so I started my career in supply, so to all the logistics folks out there, you know, we make the world go round. I'm going to always own that and share that. Without supply, you can't fly. So I had the honor of doing that in that career path for 10 years. Amazing people along the way, entered my life, great assignments, and then I retrained in a to a career field that we call in the Air Force manpower, which is basically a combination of industrial engineering and Six Sigma on steroids for the Air Force. And so I never wanted to be re-engineered out of a career field, so I actually went into a career field that does the re-engineering. And so that was amazing for the latter part of my career, learning so much about different uh, career fields, and thinking differently, embracing innovation, and again, talking about those things, collaboration and empowering all team members. It's just amazing what we can do when we come together, work together, share information at all levels, whether it's 6 sleeve, airman basic, all the way to a four-star general, having all of those ideas and concepts and strategies in place so we can better the organization. So amazing career, beautiful people. I mean, you're talking to some of these individuals I have known for 30 years, and so that's been amazing. My husband is a civil engineering troop. Again, different perspective, even in speaking with him about how you approach problem solving and conflict resolution and managing people. So you definitely learn a lot where every time you open your range of exposure to people and, and, and different cultures traveling around the world. We have the opportunity to either live in and visit over 26 countries. I mean, that's just amazing when you come upon a problem or organization and you bring all of that wealth of knowledge and experience with you. It's, it's wonderful. I'm blessed to have had that experience and to continue to have that experience and my engagement with uh, other military people and organizations. So it's been wonderful. I spent the last uh, two years of my career, two and a half, three years of my career at Robbins Air Force Base in Georgia. And I was on the Headquarters Air Force Reserve Command team and the A-1 staff, and then also as a force support superintendent at the 78th Air Base Wing. And so you're touching all the people programs and most of the things that matter to people aside from their money falls under that force support umbrella, and that's definitely a huge impact. And the big thing comes from there, keeping that team motivated. Um, and you're in the force support; you get hit in every direction with everyone who's typically not happy about something, and so keeping that team energized, motivated. Focused on what we're doing, our action, how we need to do it, and the impact is, is just key and so yeah, it was a great time. I enjoyed it, and um, thankful for the opportunity to serve and
1: thank you for your service mm-hmm. with your twenty five years what what is something like uh, a memorable experience that you had? You, you did a lot of traveling around the world. Is there something, I mean, if something that just like, it, you know, that happened um, that you won't forget an experience that you had
2: while serving? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the, ooh, there's a lot of them. Uh, definitely the, the travel and meeting people and doing things with people I, I call my the military family. I think probably the most impactful would comes from deployments in Afghanistan and Iraq and being able to just support those initiatives and and just seeing different changes in the world. Even if it didn't happen right now, you can see the ripple effects of some of those things. Um, I don't know if there's one particular experience. To me, it's, it's just the overall result of changing lives, helping people achieve things that they didn't think they'd be able to achieve, and then seeing the positive benefits of helping those individuals get to a position of self-confidence, self-actualization, and then seeing a second ripple where now those individuals are helping other people reach their next big thing. So not so much an, an, an instance as it is an experience of helping others achieve excellence and their next big thing. That's great. And thank you for,
1: for for sharing that too. I mean, in 25 years of all that you accomplished, and, and like you said, that being impactful, right? Just the impact that you've had on on, on others. Um, but just in case our listeners may want to reach out to you after the show, how would you like them to contact um, you? Whether it's your website, email, LinkedIn, w- uh, what will be the best way to connect with you?
2: Yes, ma'am. So Barnwell Publishing at gmail.com or barnwellpublishing.com and then they can use the contact form on the microsite.
1: Great. And we'll also have a link to your website um, on the show page as well. So going back to when you, thinking back when you were getting ready to retire out of the Air Force,
2: <laughs>
1: right, what, what, was, what was the plan for you?
2: So that's a good question. So the plan was to do actually nothing for an entire year. But, (laughs) um, yeah, it's funny. So I, I tell everyone, when you're in the military, you don't realize how fast your mind is moving. So, like, I was still on active duty right now. This is August. You might as well say September. We're so close. But physically, I'm on September on the calendar, but mentally, my mind is already operating at least 18 months forward. And so when you're on active duty, well I shouldn't say active duty, you could be on orders, but when you're in the military or any other high performing team, you're, you're on a, it's like you're on a bullet train. And so I didn't compensate for the retirement part, when I left the bullet train, and I tell everyone after I retired, I felt like I was on a stagecoach because my my life had slowed down so much. Of course, there's pros and cons to each of those, but the plan was a year off to do just, just I call it sashay into my day. That's what I was going to do. And then I really got bored because I was used to this tempo. And so I started an event planning company, and I did some time at Central Georgia Tech as a part-time employee in their edu- economic development arena during workforce development. Then I went back to work as a government employee. And so between entrepreneurship and then federal employment, uh, that definitely filled some time. But I will advise everyone Think it through. I knew I wanted to do something entrepreneur. And whatever that thing is, start planning before you go. So if there's certifications you need, start working on that. Certain training you want or a degree you want to finish. Um I didn't finish my master's degree until I retired because I was so busy. Um but invest in those things. If there's something you want to do Entrepreneur, get a mentor. If you want to bootstrap, start saving your money. Speaking of money, you—if you think you're going to retire, not even if you don't think you're going to retire from the military, if you're over ten years, you're approaching that twenty-five years out. You know, just start a little fund. This is my retirement entrepreneurial fund, or whatever it is. Well, my husband and I retired. We were still living like we were staff sergeants, and I retired as a chief. He retired as a master sergeant at 22 years. So we had the flexibility when I retired for me to do some of the things that I did, especially the entrepreneurial efforts. So go to your transition assistance program, look at your money, line all of that up, look at your credentials, education, whatever those things are, and just prepare, I wanted to do something that allowed me to be creative every day, and event planning definitely allowed me to do that. I wanted something that would allow me to employ project management skills, event planning does that, and um, and just be able to travel and have fun. So those are some things to think about as people make the transition. It was fun for me, I don't regret anything about that. That effort, Um and, and just, just go with the flow on some things. Everything doesn't have to be so structured. But definitely the planning piece, I think, should be there so they don't have regrets when they get on the other side of wearing the uniform. Well,
1: great, great advice. And we're gonna be wrapping up the show, um comes comes very quickly when we 're talking and sharing here, so wanna just what are some thoughts or and you, you just you just great gave some great nuggets just right there, but you know as we end the show, what are some things that you 'd want our listeners to know about you and you know some of our listeners may have served in the military, some may have not, but what are some things you want to leave for them and you, and you're so and I just want to share. Every time I get an email from Sean, it's always so positive, um, and I, that's—I mean—that's part of your brand because you are. I mean, you're impactful whether you're posting on social media or you're sending me an email. It's so positive, and I definitely think that's some things people can take away from the things that you do of, of being impactful. But you know, just you know, real quickly, what are some just some things you want to share before we end the show today?
2: Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> so three things that I like to share with people when I'm offering advice and I always say be a voice for the voiceless surround yourself with people who are good for you and good to you sometimes there's a difference and don't ask people to do something that you wouldn't do yourself okay re- repeat those again cuz some people might be writing these okay.
1: down one more yes, time ma'am.
2: be a voice For the voiceless. So advocate and be an ally. Surround yourself with people who are good to you and good for you. And then lastly, don't ask anyone to do something you wouldn't do yourself. Fantastic,
1: fantastic advice. Yes. And I like how you broke down the to you and for you because those are two different things, mm-hmm. right?
2: They are, yes, ma'am. And
1: and I, and I like how you differentiated um, those both. And, again, just going back, so if, you know, if people want to connect with you, um, you mentioned going to your website, uh, barnwellpublishing.com or barn, uh, barnwellpublishing at gmail.com if anyone's interested in you know connecting with you. I have your book is also on Amazon.
2: And what was the other website they can look for your book at? Yes, ma'am. BookBaby, B-O-O-K-B-A-B-Y dot com. BookBaby. BookBaby.
1: All right. Mm -hmm. I should have remembered that one. That's very catchy, Mm -hmm. BookBaby um so well well again Sean, i I greatly appreciate your your time today and i and I truly look forward to um finally being able to meet you in person um in in october um so uh, I'm looking forward not only just to the event but actually to be able just to to meet you in person, not on the phone or on our on our zoom calls so um did want to share with everyone um again, Sean Barnwell is my uh, guest today, but Um, That's our show for today, and I, again, like to thank you for being our our leading lady um, today, and a special thanks to all of our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. Um, After our show today, you can listen to Woman Lead Radio on all subscription podcasts, specifically Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, We are expanding quickly to a daily radio show and podcast. So for now, we'll be back again for another live Women Lead Radio Show on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific time and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific. It has been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening, and have a great week. Thank you all.
0: Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence,